G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Tuesday does roll around quickly, doesn't it? And on a Tuesday, we always like to take the opportunity to check on breaking news as it's coming from Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross is back with us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Uh, Ron, uh, significant headlines overnight once again. Let's start with one about the US-UN ambassador, Nikki Haley, who has blasted the UN for equating Israel with Hamas. Yeah, she said there's no equivalence between the terror group Hamas and the legitimate state of Israel. She told the UN Security Council yesterday... She spoke out in response to a call on all parties to exercise maximum restraint made by UN Special Coordinator to the Middle East Peace Process, Nikolai Mladenov, during his briefing to the Council in New York. Fact, she said, there's only one side that attacks indiscriminately, that's Hamas. One side that targets civilians. One side that terrorises to achieve its objectives. Both she and Mladenov referenced the violent flare-up between Hamas in Gaza and Israel that almost led to war last week. She described how Palestinian groups in Gaza had indiscriminately launched over 400 rockets and mortars at Israel, sending families into bomb shelters. Even if you accept Hamas's excuse that it's launched its missiles in response to an Israeli covert operation, you cannot escape the fact that the Gaza militants targeted civilians in response. Their actions were not actions of a nation exercising self-defence, but of a terrorist group seizing a pretext to kill civilians. She doesn't beat around the bush, Nikki Haley. Mm. She's going to be missed, I think, when she eventually leaves that position. Look, the threats that are coming from Hamas seem to be intensifying. One headline says that Hamas, a threat to Israel, don't test us again. Our next bomb barrage will target Tel Aviv. How does that story unfold, Ron? The Hamas leader in the Gaza Strip, Yahar Sinwar, warned Israel not to test us again, saying the next barrage from the territory would target, as you say, Tel Aviv and other central cities with a potency that would surprise Israel. He also warned that the next time Israeli soldiers entered the Strip, they would only return through a prisoner exchange for thousands and thousands of prisoners. Speaking at a ceremony honouring the seven gunmen killed during a firefight with Israel, undercover special forces, Sinwar pulled out a handgun with a silencer, which he said belonged to one of the special forces troops. One Israeli soldier, identified only as Lieutenant Colonel Mem, was killed and another injured in the fight. Sinwar mocked Israel for assuming its decision to allow fuel and Qatari funds into Gaza before the latest flare-up as part of Egyptian-mediated efforts to achieve a long-term truce would prevent his group from launching a large-scale attack 
against the Jewish state. What did the Israeli leadership think when it allowed in fuel and funds that we would sell out our blood for diesel and dollars? They've been disappointed and their goals have failed, he said. Well, after days of election fever in Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu's declared the coalition will stay intact for another year. How does that headline unfold? Yeah, he said we'll survive for another year, he said, but uh, Finance Minister Moshe Kalon said an early election will happen in March. Netanyahu made his comment after Bayad Yehudi abandoned its threat to leave the coalition if Education Minister Naftali Benef is not made Defence Minister. At the moment, Netanyahu is acting as Defence Minister. He said, I told coalition leaders not to topple the coalition. They need to show responsibility. He said he's pleased the efforts bore fruit, adding, we have a whole year now until the next election. There were some who disagree with that, but Netanyahu seems to have a way. Here's something that looks like a contradiction, Ron. Uh, In a first, Israel has appointed a Christian Arab ambassador to a Muslim country. Now, that doesn't seem to be the right way to look at things because you would assume that Israel would have Jewish ambassadors, but that's very unusual, a Christian Arab ambassador to a Muslim country. What's the story? Well, we found in our time in in Jerusalem particularly that many of the Christian Arabs there are very loyal to Israel. The foreign ministry announced the appointment of George Deke as Israel's next ambassador to Azerbaijan, making him Israel's first ever Christian Arab ambassador. Deke, a highly acclaimed diplomat, is currently a senior advisor to Director General Yuval Rotem. Deke joined the ministry in 2008 and served as Deputy Head of Mission at Israel's Embassy in Norway from 2012 to 2015. We are proud of his appointment, which perfectly symbolises the integration of Israelis from different backgrounds, Emmanuel Nashon, the Foreign Ministry spokesman, said. And, Ron, another little interesting aside in the headlines... Uh, because we know that so many Aussies want to go and visit the Holy Land. Well, now a record number of tourists are visiting Israel this year. Well, you wonder if Ian and Mandy Warby made the difference. Uh, The number (laughs) of tourists visiting Israel in a single year reached new heights over the weekend, surpassing last year's record of 3.6 million visitors to the Jewish state. The Tourism Ministry expects entries to exceed $4 billion by the end of this year, with the domestic tourism industry already benefiting from $4.85 billion US dollars in revenue since January. The new record set on Friday comes on the heels of another achievement reached in October, the record all-time month for incoming tourism. Approximately 486,000 tourist entries were recorded in October, according to the Central Bureau of Statistics, breaking the country's previous all-time incoming tourism set in April 2018 by some 19%. And may I say to you listeners, if you haven't joined Ian and Mandy on a trip to Israel, you haven't lived yet. (laughs) 
I think that's a really powerful thing to say because so many people listening would love to be on the next tour and there might be all sorts of things holding people back, but I think to have an aspiration that way is a good thing. Ron Ross, always love your insights. Thank you so much for delivering great headlines once again this morning. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Bill. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.